0: This is a certified hood classic. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Round two, Bailey Bolton. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Welcome back. Thank you. A lot has happened since the first time you were on. You are our first... On your end or my end? (laughs) I think both of our ends, probably. probably In a good way. Mm -hmm. You were our first guest... You're also our most listened to. It's just because I was the first. I don't think so, man. I do think You're so. pretty parabolic. I'm not that special. You're like up there. I think you're at like 250 or something, or 300. And we got good number. We had people listening from like Germany, I randomly. Do, I do have a good German audience. Can you do a German accent? Absolutely not. Das, no? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it a little. That wasn't even German. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Nein. We <laughs> okay, well, how you been, man? I've been fantastic. Yeah? How have you been? I've been fantastic as well. You seem tired. I'm tired. We just had a trunk or treat. It's kind of close to Halloween, so I won't act like it, though. I'm going to be good. I'm tired,
1: too, but I'm about to wake up. At what time? No, just like right
0: now. Yeah, I'm going to wake up, too. I'm just going to pour myself some whiskey. Last time you were on, you had quite a bit of whiskey. Yes, you're and drinking I have water nothing today. Nothing but water today. You're not doing anything but water. Nope,
1: water's the go-to.
0: San Pellegrino. Mm-hmm. Are you iffy about germs? What do you mean? Like if I were to try that, you would you care? It's just tap water. You just put tap water in there, dude. Oh, I filter my tap water. Okay. Well, st- I was worried because they got like brain-eating germs and. Oh, I filtered the <laughs> out of that. Okay, good.
1: Oh, I- you have to believe that. Yeah, he will. <laughs> we got a good editor, man. He's going he's gonna to
0: believe it. Nice. What do you want to talk about today? Well, everything. Okay. Let's first just, how what you've been up to. What You have still I'd doing been? video stuff? You still doing crypto? Well, no, you're not even really doing crypto. You, you mainly do stocks now. Uh, I day trade. invest in crypto, and I recommend everyone do that. Yeah. But trade stocks. Is you your body still through? chiseled like a god? I like to think it is. I mean, I wish people could see we're not filming this one, but <laughs> your arms are looking great. Mm-hmm. Good girth. Thank you how are your quads better than ever how's your vacuum my vacuum it's, it's decent it could use some work uh, I need to practice all that. right let's get let's just start with crypto what well, you um, been doing because I'm heavily invested in crypto right now what are you in a bunch of random altcoins okay so my I think Corey was the one who told me this and I love the way he phrased
1: it altcoins can run but only if they have Bitcoin's permission 100 yeah. so what I do when it comes to Bitcoin is I only invest in Bitcoin I do not trade it I try to accumulate as much as I can and just hold, baby. That's it. Yep. Nothing else. Hold a bag. Load the boats. I I do not invest. Load the boats. Load the boats. I don't invest in any other cryptos. Yeah. That's the only one. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin's all anyone needs. Yeah. And I think we might have mentioned this last time, but if anyone wants to know a simple formula for it, I'll just give them a a broad overview. What I would recommend someone do is however much they make per month um, based on where they work, I would set aside between 10 and 20% of your overall income okay. and invest that into Bitcoin. How so much do you make a month?
0: It depends on how the
1: market's <laughs> doing. It depends on how the market's no, like, doing.
0: everything, with everything. With everything? I'm just kidding, man. You don't know. <laughs> that was a joke. I can't tell the people. So
1: what you would do— is after you've set aside 10 to 20%, Yeah. what I recommend is go to Coinbase. There's a lot of different um, exchanges out there, but Coinbase is the most user-friendly. You can use regular Coinbase or Coinbase Pro. Coinbase Pro has a lot lower fees, yeah, I but it's Coinbase not Pro. very user-friendly. So I recommend everyone go to Coinbase Pro, set up an account, invest however much you want to, and then you need to buy what's called a hardware wallet. So a hardware wallet, a good way of thinking about it is it's your own personal bank, so you have complete control of your Bitcoin. If your Bitcoin is on an exchange, you don't actually own the Bitcoin. Uh, The exchange is the custodian of the Bitcoin, so they technically own it, not you. So you need to get that Bitcoin off the exchange as fast as possible, because if the government ever regulates the exchanges and tells them, hey, you can't let people withdraw their Bitcoin anymore, well then you're out of luck. So buy it on Coinbase. I would recommend everybody buy. I actually changed my mind today. Not a ledger. I used to recommend everyone get a ledger. Mm-hmm. Now I recommend everyone get a Trezor. T r e z o r. You can. That sounds way too smart, dude. <laughs> just get on their website, order a Trezor. Um, sounds like treasure. Right. And then there's lots of YouTube videos you can look up on how to transfer the Bitcoin from Coinbase to your Trezor. Um, but that's the formula. How cool.
0: much do you? How much Bitcoin do you have? Are you comfortable sharing that? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's A decent chunk? Everyone needs to keep how much Bitcoin they have top secret. Everyone.
0: You think so? Mm-hmm. I have 69. I have .069, 420. I Someone see. look that up. Yes. That's yes. the meme coin.
1: You can't let the governments know how much Bitcoin have. Absolutely they
0: not. Either. They'll know, man. They won't know. You don't think so? No. Dude, I think they know everything. They don't. Are you sure? Mm-hmm okay i'll take your (laughs) it. okay so you're mainly you do bitcoin but now you're mainly doing day trading
1: well bitcoin's how i build wealth that's what i invest in most other people invest in a roth ira or a 401k or gold real estate whatever i invest my money in bitcoin but that's not how i make my money so i'll walk you through a standard day my my routines changed a little bit let me just give you everyone a preface so Mm -hmm. bailey was
0: on the first one and i want to hit some things that we talked about in the first episode Namely, one thing that I think a lot of people found controversial is the mm-hmm. fact that you never had a negative thought, yeah, about yourself.
1: I, mean, I really don't.
0: That was something that pe- people were like, well, "How? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right." <laughs> but I wanted to get into that, <laughs> and then uh, we did talk about Bitcoin quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think we really talked about trading, but since we had that episode, mm-hmm. I mean, Bailey does our. We have a YouTube channel, and he's our videographer, and him mean, he kills it. He high quality videos that's his business and uh that's taken off mm-hmm. for both of us mm-hmm. since when was was it may or june it's the last time you were i mean on. we haven't been at it for long uh, but five months is when you were on the podcast so we were not at it Mm-mm. for long then at all because we started the youtube channel in like may mm-hmm. um so i want to touch on that mm-hmm. but anyway walk us through your day like you were just about to okay say. so routines changed a little bit um the
1: gym's always been important to me, um, health and fitness is, but with the way my schedule's set up, if I don't go in the mornings, I will not have time to go. Yeah. And I used to not understand like how business owners would wake up at the crack of dawn and go to the gym. I'm like, why can't you just go midday? Why can't you go in the evening? I finally understand. I, I cannot go any other time. I have to go in the mornings or if- Because you can't, you I I do not. I, fi- I, don't, I don't have the time. You physically <sighs> won't do it. And I never understood that till recently, so I'll walk you through a day. I will wake up around 5.50 to 6 o'clock. And then I immediately throw on my clothes. I'm at the gym. Savannah and I work out from 6 to about, I, my cutoff is 7.30 on the dot. I am done out of the gym at 7.30. 7.30, I go do a quick coffee run, pick up my coffee, Starbucks. It's a it's addiction. Oh, so every, you spend not money on day. coffee? So I, I have a different take. You're one of those guys? Well, I drink black coffee. It comes out to 319. <laughs> 3.19. I'm like... What's three dollars a day? It's not that big of a deal. Someone, if if somebody's going to worry about three dollars a day, can you multiply what that
0: is a year, Dawson? Every day, it's going
1: to be about a thousand bucks. So I bet it. I would rather spend a thousand bucks to get is into thousand my- ninety five. Nice. Yeah. I would rather spend a thousand bucks to have my cup of coffee, which I use as a trigger to get focused. Because when I have my coffee and I get focused, I make more money especially in the market. So a thousand dollars is a small price to pay for something that really brings me well, it's over me a into year, the so that's Yeah, I mean, if you're worried about a thousand bucks over the course of the year, you need to go make more money. That's my philosophy on oh, that. Oh yeah. So anyway, go on a coffee run, get back home. I am in front of my computers, ready to go at eight o'clock. The market opens at 8.30, Texas time. And so I'll be trading in front of the market from eight to 11. At 11 o'clock, I go do my first shoot of the day, which is typically from 11 to one. At one o'clock, I'll go back home, and I'll trade from one to three. Then I have my next shoot, I can't speak, I have my next shoot of the day at 3.30. I typically record from 3.30 to about six-ish. Then I go home and edit from about six to eight. And Then from eight to nine, I make my watch list for the market, and then I'll cook dinner, clean dishes, do all that, in bed by 10, wash
0: your hands repeat. That's what you do every day? Every day. At what point, how many clients do you have filming I've got my core clientele.
1: Um, I do a lot of one-off videos for people who need them, but I mean, we're one of your main clients, obviously. I try to keep a a small client base. Um, if I wanted to scale my actual video business, um, I could, do you not want to do that anymore? I do No, that Bolton X is what I love. Making videos is what I love. And that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. But what about trading? Um, so I'll kind of tell you what I'm using trading as trading, This might sound controversial, but it's true. If you want to get extremely wealthy really quickly, the best way to do that is trading. Mm. There is no other way that can make you wealthy, and I would say rich, faster than trading. Um, But trading is not for 99.99999% of people. Um, That's a lot of nines. It is a lot of nines. That's a whole (laughs) lot of nines. (laughs) It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, It's not easy. What's hard about it? Discipline? not necessarily discipline you the drugs you have to be completely you have to have no emotional attachment to money <laughs> I mean you're going every trader loses it I, I don't care who oh, you I are know. losses are a part of the game so you have to be fine with sitting there and watching hundreds if not thousands if not hundreds of thousands of dollars going away and you have to be fine with that boom cut your loss on to the next trade Unfades. let's go and um, in the market When you place a trade, you have a hypothesis of what you think the stock can do, but no one knows what the market's going to do. The market's gonna do whatever it decides to do. You simply have to react to what the market does. So I might have a general thesis as to what a stock's gonna do, but I don't know if it's gonna go my way or not. I just have to react. Mm. And so it can get really discouraging when you know what you're doing, you have a thesis, and yet you stack up loss after loss after loss after loss after loss every single day and rule number one in trading is cut losses quickly because you never want to let one loss wipe you out and so with that one gain can make back everything that you
0: lost over the past month two months are you do you assume a lot of risk what's your risk so because whenever i trade mm -hmm. man like everything i get into i don't put stop losses on it Oh God! i just guess when what my average cost is Mm -hmm. i send it i hope it's going somewhere, but I'll put you know a couple thousand dollars somewhere and wait for it to go up 20, 30%. So the most important thing when trading, and I say
1: the most important thing, and that's, I mean, this is what keeps you in the game when it comes to trading, is risk management. That is the most important yeah, thing when it comes that, to man. trading. Well, I follow a very simple uh, risk management principle, and it's called the 20 to one principle. So what that means is, I will never put more than 20% of my overall account into a single trade, and I'll never risk more than 1%. So let me explain what that means. So let's say, hypothetically, I've got an account, let's just say it's at $10,000, so I trade with $10,000. So if I see a setup that fits every criteria that I'm looking for, I will not put more than $2,000 into the trade, 20%, Hmm. max, I will not, Risk more than one percent though. So as soon as I'm down a hundred dollars, I'm out of the trade.
0: And you so just I put, rinse and repeat that. Yeah.
1: So I put in, and that's my risk management philosophy. And there's a lot more than goes in that goes into it. I mean, it's by
0: no means um, easy. So it's, if if I mean, a lot of people say, you know, if you want to get, I know Jordan Peterson says like pick one thing and get really good at it, mm-hmm. and work as well. He says pick one thing and work as hard as you can at mm-hmm. it. Which I think you've done with your videography business. Mm, Not as much as I could. You think so? Mm -hmm. You think trading's taken
1: away from it? Trading takes away from my videography business completely. But I realized that trading's temporary. So what got me into trading, um, I've got a good friend of mine who is a multi, 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 multi multi-millionaire. He was able to grow about 13,000 into close to 20 million in regard. And I think it took him three years to do. Um, And that's my best friend. And he taught me exactly how to do what he's done, um, and to have him as my
0: personal mentor. I mean, he told me he was like, "I will,
1: I will teach you everything I know." And See, so, I, it,
0: let's say you get to twenty million. Like, what's the point of doing your videography business? Because it's what I love. But why? Yeah, <laughs> I just I be, with my personality type. Okay, but I feel yeah. like ever a lot of people say, "Oh, I love doing this. I love doing that." Mm-hmm. But people really just love money. They just love making money, and they want to make money. Well. Unless you're – but if Mm -hmm. you're – I mean, you're good at making videos. I appreciate it. You're the best, but you're the best. I mean, there's no one who can compete with you here. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if anyone in Dallas could. I don't know about that. Mm, Maybe. (laughs) The competition pool would be a Mm -hmm. lot higher. But, Mm -hmm. dude, you're so amazing at it. Well, here's the thing. If you
1: make $20 before you're 30, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Trading is a very – lonely game when i get Gary to eight. 40
0: million and then 80 and then 160 and then i mean the rush is always there you, you could more money. But trading for people who might not
1: know trading is the loneliest profession ever it is also the most boring profession ever it's a solo game you don't have a team you don't have co-workers you don't have friends because most most people don't trade so if you're a trader you don't really have many people who do it. you do so you're at your computer all by yourself Day after day after day, it's agonizing. What your set like, do you
0: put on like, do you put on lo-fi, chill music or you listen to music? Or Sometimes anything?
1: I'll listen to music, but when a trade sets up and I really have to focus, I cut off everything. And it's just me in the market right there in the zone. And um, some coffee. And some coffee. And some liver. Raw liver? Raw liver. We can get to that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> and so, um, I mean, if anyone wants to know more about trading, I'd be more than happy to share He's got a He's got a, a course he's going to No, <laughs> no, I do not sell anything. Go to
0: www.boltnext.com, There we go. Promo code Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's interested in
1: trading, here's what I'll say. You need to have a few things. Um, first, you need a lot of startup capital, so I would say about 25000 or more. Is that how much you started with? I started with fifteen, and then I added as um, time went on to my account because you have to have over 25,000 to day trade full time. Um, if you don't have $25,000, there's this rule um, called the pattern day trader rule, PDT. And if you're under PDT, then you can only have three day trades per five day rolling period. Okay. And so I won't get into the technicals. Yeah, All you don't need get to know t- is, get it, it gets complicated. You need to have $25,000. Most people don't just have 25K lying around. And so I would recommend if you don't, build up your startup capital, set it aside. If you really wanna day trade full time, set aside money to do it with. Um, you also need to be completely comfortable with losing money because that's a part of the game. And so one thing I recommend people do is don't jump into trading full time from the, from the start uh, because if that's how you rely on your income and you don't make any money for weeks on end, it's gonna get completely demoralizing and you're more likely to blow up. Blow up meaning run out of money completely. And so it's really good if you have, like for instance with Bolton X, I'm so fortunate enough to where I can set my own schedule. And my clients are awesome enough to realize that- Well, you've got your own business. Yeah, well I can record record during certain time blocks. Um, And so if I have a bad week, bad month trading, Bolton X is what pays the bills. And that's what allows me to live. Um, trading, the way I look at trading, and this is how I'd recommend everyone look at trading, once you build your account up big enough, it's basically a license to print money on demand. It really is, that's a good way of looking at it. You need to build your account up to about a million dollars though. Most traders don't trade with a million dollars because that's most people can't fathom that, but if you really wanna get good at that game, you need to build up an account to about a million dollars. So between now and when my account is at a million dollars, I will never pull a dollar out of my trading account. So right now, I'm working to get to the million mark in trading, but that's not income because I don't go buy coffee with it, I don't take trips with it, I don't
0: touch it. When do you think you'll get there? Two years. You think you'll get to a million in Mm -hmm. two years? Do you find yourself, are your trades getting more and more successful? They're getting successful. They're um, getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and better and better. Mm-hmm. So trading compounds, that's why you're able
1: to get rich quickly because your $100 days will soon become $500 days. And then next thing you know, you're making 4,000 a day. And I've got friends that are making 500 grand a day. Most people, I can barely fathom that. I mean, it's getting to the point now where I'm surrounded by it on a daily basis. So I, like when somebody throws out a big number like that, it's kind of normal. I'm like, oh cool, I like made 500 grand, sweet. Most people that they just don't understand. Like it seems impossible, and it's really not. Like people do that. Well, what does it take for someone to get there, though? Several years of absolute dedication. It's not fun. Most people want to go out on the weekends. Um, You know, they want to go out on a Thursday night, Friday night,
0: whatever. They want to drink whiskey. They They want to make podcasts. (laughs) They want to be real estate agents and make YouTube videos. Nice.
1: If you want to get good at trading, it you have to sacrifice everything else for a short amount of time.
0: I mean, talk to me like. Cause I trade, you know that stock I got into, mm-hmm. CCIV, the one I put all my money in it, like 58 bucks, and the next day it went down to 22. Mm-hmm. That shot up today. Nice. Could you look up the Lucid stock price? That's, so this was the EV companies. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to rival Tesla. One of the guys who was at Tesla left. They started making their own electric cars. Mm-hmm. It was a blank check company that merged. That was going to merge with this electric car company. Don't know how that works or whatever. That's when it was CCIV. It was Churchill Capital. Mm-hmm. Then it was gonna change to lucid. Mm-hmm. Well when I bought it it was at fifty eight bucks and shot down. Mm-hmm. And now what's it at? Thirty five forty eight. Thirty five. So how much did it go up today? Um, today is uh thirty one percent thirty one percent today. That's a
1: good little game.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe keep an eye on that one. What's the price at? Thirty
1: eight? Thirty five. Thirty five? I wouldn't trade it. You wouldn't? No. What I do you trade? I trade tickers, not companies. So what I mean by that is I don't give a shit about a company's fundamentals. I'm um, I'm a momentum trader, so I look at the price action. So it's really hard to explain trading unless I showed you a chart. Um, there's a million ways to be profitable in the market. My strategy is to buy breakouts. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this without showing a chart. If someone's listening Just to this- Just
0: do, you gotta think layman's terms. You're layman's talking to someone, term. I understand what you're saying, talk to someone who has no idea what you're saying, but in like a minute. In a minute.
1: Okay, so let's say a stock goes from $1 to $5 in a day. It just has a crazy run up, and it goes up 500%. I don't touch that, okay? Most people get FOMO, and they're like, oh, XYZ stocks, going to the moon, I gotta get in, I gotta that get would in. Be me. That's where you get burned. Okay. So what I do is. I've been burned plenty of times. I wanna see that big run up, and then I wanna see it consolidate. Consolidate means it trades sideways. So let's say it goes from one to five, and then tomorrow it trades at 450, and the next day it's at 475. The day after that, it might go down to 4, and then it's backed up to 480. That's like it's going sideways. It's not dropping and it's not going higher. It's going sideways. So once it starts approaching that five dollar mark again, that's what I call a multi-day breakout. And so when it goes for that second leg run, that's when I like to take my position. And that's way oversimplified. So There's why so much do you, that goes into why do
0: you not it. trade crypto? Um.
1: There's no particular reason. Just, I got started with equities. Yeah. And so you typically stick with what you start with. And my mentor trades, um, equities. And so when he taught me what he does, I just follow what he taught me.
0: And you're saying that he's worth, I don't know how much he's worth, but he makes 500 grand a day. Not every day, but a lot of days. I wouldn't even say a lot of it depends on the day. I
1: mean, the market is inconsistent. It's not showing up every day and getting a paycheck. Um, you know, you might not make a trade for a week or a month. It depends on what the market's doing. You just react to the market. So if there is a pl- if there is a stock that's in play, we play it. But we're like snipers. We only come out of the woodworks when the perfect opportunity arises. We don't just trade for the sake of trading. Um, you only trade those A plus setups. So if there's not a trade setup, when we come to the market, if we don't see anything, I'm not trading that day. Hmm. So it just depends on what the market's doing. Gotcha. But when you're trading with millions of dollars, you have the potential to make 100 grand a day, 500 grand a day.
0: So what would you say to somebody who's listening? When I have you on, I mean, mean, you're more business-oriented, so it's kind of more of a business podcast, Mm -hmm. I'd I'd say. But, I mean, we're kind of similar in the – I mean, you at a bigger scale because I just, quite frankly, don't care nearly as much. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, we've got our businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, You do videography. I do the real estate agent stuff. And then we supplement that. I mean, not even supplement it. I put most of my income into – investing. Mm-hmm. I invest almost all of it That's it's very smart and live off of, you know, I do get a monthly paycheck now, mm-hmm. which is great mm-hmm. uh, on top of what I can make in sales, but that's just to kind of live on mm-hmm. to keep me here. Um, what would you say to somebody who is like we were just talking about earlier, working a nine to five job who has that inkling and goes, I want more out of life. I want I want to have no limit on my income and and you know, be able to trade or whatever it is, do my own thing, whether it's starting my own business or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, because I think we talked about it last time, but the theme about entrepreneurship is you gotta, and you just said it, you gotta be able to assume risk. Mm -hmm. There's tons of risk involved, Mm -hmm. but not a lot of people can do that. And you and I, my my opinion is like, if you're married, if you got kids, Mm -hmm. completely different story. You and me are not in that boat at all. I mean, I'm in my early to mid 20s. I have really no obligations except my dog. Um, (laughs) you know, so it's like, we can afford, we have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're feeding a family, I mean, you can't just be like, okay, well, I'm okay with losing money because I got, I got to put all that extra money on the table. Mm -hmm. I got to put, I got to put food on the table. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to somebody like maybe somebody in like our age, Mm -hmm. our stage of life, who's thinking about that? And then somebody who maybe does have a family and kids? I'll
1: start with someone our age. I would say I'm more qualified to speak on that front. I don't know if I'm, I would say I'm not qualified to speak on the other front. Let's just not even go there. (laughs) I mean, I can try. So I think the first thing, and this might sound a little cliche, but it's so true. You have to have self-belief and that's number one. So we got into my story last time when I dropped out of school and declined my job offer. I, I mean, from the day I dropped out, I was like, okay, I'm gonna figure this out. There was never a moment where I was like, maybe this won't work. I always knew it would work. I mean, I had my oh shit moment like, I gotta I gotta figure this out quick, but I n- always knew I would figure it out. So the first thing you gotta have is self-belief. The second yeah. thing you need to do is this. And this is just my personal recommendation. You have to realize that there's so many ways of making money in the world. Um, we get too caught up in this paradigm that you gotta go work for a company, get a good paycheck. Um, You really don't know what you don't know, and there's so many ways of making money in the world today, online, that most people just don't understand and don't realize. I mean, I didn't realize how many ways there were of making money online until I started surrounding myself with people who do it. There's so many ways, it's unbelievable. Uh, It's really easy to kind of get. Name some. So one thing you could do is high ticket sales, so um, people are starting to realize more about this industry. So with high ticket sales, you can find an influencer who might sell uh, a coaching program or who might sell a high ticket offer. Like let's say they sell a course for $10,000 or they do a mentorship program where they do seminars however many times a month, whatever. A high ticket closer, You people who are interested in buying that course, who's gonna just type in a credit card or debit card information for $10,000 online? Nobody. So a lot of times with these high ticket offers, they'll have a landing page to where if you're interested in possibly signing up for this course, signing up for this seminar or whatever, you can schedule a call with an actual person um, and go through the sales process. If you're interested in doing it, but you just you need that person to kind of push you over the edge to uh, ensure you that you're making the right decision, that's what a high ticket salesman does. Okay. So you sell on behalf of somebody else, gotcha. and then you take a commission. So let's say, this is just a hypothetical, I don't think he does this I don't know let's say Tony Robbins has a high ticket closer you go to his website you want to sign up for one of his seminars it's five thousand dollars a high ticket closer could technically team up with an influencer like that and every phone call that comes in they're the ones that take the phone call and if they close the sale they, they take 15 percent and so What's an, what would be another thing another thing would be um I don't know the name of this business model but I'll explain it I was going to do this because I think it's very lucrative. I just didn't have the time. So, what you can do is you can set up a one page link. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to. T- now, if somebody does this, you can make money. Like, I promise. And it has very little startup somebody cost. Somebody do it. I mean, you could do this. Anybody I'm can good. do this. So, a lead generation business. If you team up with the business, it can be anything, it could be a dent repair shop. I mean, I did this. I'll, I'll give you, I'll tell you exactly what I did. It would have worked. I just didn't have time to put into it with trading and Bolton X. So the first question I thought of was what is something inconvenient that happens to the average individual and you don't really know where to go to get that problem fixed. Like let's say it, a hailstorm hits and your car gets dented up. Where am I going to go to get that fixed? Okay? So or let's say somebody dings your door and you're like, damn, that's inconvenient. Where should I go to get this fixed? I mean, there's 50 body shops in town. Do I wanna go to a body shop? Do I wanna go to a uh, dent repair shop? Do I go to the Toyota shop? Where do I go? So what I did was I set up this one page landing page called thedentdoc.com, and it was a landing page. And I forget what all I put on the landing page, but it was simple. It was like, hey, if your car gets dented up, there's like 50 options. You might not know what option is best for you, Give me your name, phone number, and email, and I will connect you with the best auto body shop in town, that way you don't have to go out and search And so people, I would run Facebook ads locally for one city, I just ran it for Lubbock. And every time somebody would give me their name, number, uh, and email, I would save it, okay? And I built up a list of all these names of people who needed uh, dent repair. So then what I started doing was reaching out to um, body shops in town, and I would tell them, hey, my name is Bailey Bolton I specialize in lead generation um, I can generate your business 20 hot leads per month because most dent repair um, transactions are between two and eight hundred dollars mm-hmm. so if I can generate them 20 transactions, That's a lot of money per month that I'm bringing to them. And so I would just charge them a one-time retainer fee of $2,500 a month to bring them at least 20 leads. I wasn't guaranteeing that they would convert all 20, but for 2,500 bucks a month, I'll bring you 20 leads every single month. And if I don't bring you 20, then you don't have to pay me. My guarantee is 20 leads per month. So what I would do is, I'd build this one page landing page, I would run Facebook ads in my area, I would collect 20 names and I'd send it to them. Then what I'd do is, I'd pick another city. I'd run Facebook ads for the exact same website in a different city somewhere else in the U.S. And then when people in that city would start giving me their information, then I'd reach out to auto body shops hey, well, in that well, city.
0: Well, what's this called?
1: It was called the dentdoc.com. No, but what's
0: the process called?
1: I just call it lead
0: gen, having lead. a lead gen agency. But it's uh, you do it through Facebook? How, how would you learn that? Learn Facebook ads. Okay, mm-hmm. so that'd be one thing to do. So let's go back to what we were
1: talking about. If you want to go and... To be, if you want more out of life, you want to make more money. You need to learn a skill set that brings value to other people or right. other businesses. And okay, so what are some what are some skill sets that other businesses find valuable? If you want to go into business for yourself, you can do a few things. You can offer a service or you can offer a product. Um, I personally think that a service-based business is more fruitful. With a product-based business, drop shipping used to be really big for those yep. who don't know what drop shipping is. I think we talked about it last. We might have, yeah. Um, there's too much overhead. You have to worry about suppliers. You have to worry about shipping time. You have to worry about packaging. There's just too much to worry about. With a service based business, you learn a skill set that's valuable and you sell that skill set to businesses. If you can help a business make more money, you'll always be in business. Right. And so, so what are some skill sets that are valuable? I would say copywriting, which copy, when you write copy, um, what is Nike's slogan? Just do it let's do this let's do this <laughs> just, so just just do, do it, it. <laughs> that slogan that's copy enough or, mocking the buyout <laughs> if you see like um you know we all get emails like businesses sending out emails companies sending out emails the content of that email is copywriting or on youtube when you write a description that's copywriting Every business could benefit from a really good writer. If you can be a copywriter for a business, where you write all their promo content, you write all their uh, email campaigns, if you can be a really good writer and offer copywriting to businesses, businesses will pay for that. Um, Email marketing, a lot of businesses don't understand how to run email marketing. Mm -hmm. If you can get really familiar with uh, services like Clavio, Clavio, however you say it, that's an email marketing service, if you can learn that. You can offer email uh, marketing for companies. Okay. Uh, lead generation,
0: that's another thing. If you can generate a business so your more philosophy lead. I mean, what you're saying is if you can provide a service uh, industry, mm-hmm. a service, mm-hmm. to make them more money, Just, that yeah. would be something to think about. Mm-hmm. If you can offer any
1: business, it doesn't matter if it's a plumber, a roofer, a real estate company, uh, a car dealership. If well, because
0: that's where you started with uh, Bolton X, mm-hmm. was you said, okay, well, well, how can I, infiltrate this market and make people more money? Well, by doing videography stuff. Yeah, because at the time when I'd moved here, um, I knew
1: that in places like New York, Dallas, and California, like LA, um, realtors used video marketing to generate business. They grew YouTube channels to generate business. And no one in Lubbock was doing that. And I was like, okay, let me see if I can help one brokerage in town do that. And here we are. Mm -hmm. And so- Well, you helped too. Do what? You helped too, to be fair. A little bit,
0: you're the man, you're the man. And so- um, Bailey does the other guy in Lovick who uh, makes YouTube videos, he does his too. And they're fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. They're fantastic. You're both fantastic. And Nate, if you're listening to this, we love your videos. They, Nate's they, the man, I love they Nate. kick <laughs> man.
1: So what I would recommend is, um, and here's my personal philosophy, I kind of break my own philosophy a little bit, uh, but rules are meant to be broken once you understand the rules. 100%. Um, you need to pick one thing, and here's why. If you wanna make a lot of money with your business, so let's say, for instance, I sell my services to other businesses. I don't sell my services to individuals. If an influencer wants a video, I'm not gonna make a video for an influencer because they don't have the budget to afford my services. Well, what if they did? Well, then I'd probably do it, but I, I don't expect a, like a single individual who just makes Instagram content to be able to afford um, my fee because i'm my business is built more towards other businesses what what do you charge a video about it depends i need to go like i've got a whole structure there's a lot that goes into it um on average no i won't in case my competition's listening in case my competition's listening i won't tell you what i charge come on no i don't want them to know i know
0: what they charge they don't know what i charge what do you mean your competition your competition is hypothetically everybody you (laughs) know one specific competitor
1: there's a lot of competition out there. Okay, so what does it matter? I won't tell them where to start because it took me a lot of time to figure out what I was worth. It's yeah, not easy. Yeah, but dude,
0: your, your values and your quality. I oh, will thank you. And nobody matches that here. Until somebody matches that, they obviously can't charge what you charge. I'll still leave it blank. I'll let all people right, assume. Fine. So, um, So, like a rough, rough estimate.
1: I mean, I've made videos all the way up to 4,000 for a video. Okay. A single video, a one-minute, 30-second video for four grand. And, you know... Anywhere between, I would say I started off when I first started and knew nothing. I was charging about two hundred. Okay. And so anywhere between two hundred to four
0: grand a video. And that's because you know what your time is worth. Mm-hmm.
1: It took me time to figure out what my time was worth. How long did it
0: take you? About a year. That's six months to a year. Yeah.
1: But basically, the what, what you do is, <laughs> anyone who's starting, you just name a price, like whatever number pops into your head, just name it and see if someone agrees to it. And if they agree to it, okay, cool, grow into it. And then once you have a client paying you a certain amount of money, well, now you have a case study and so you
0: have the experience. Now you can charge someone else that amount. Right, and man, I think like the next big field that's Mm -hmm. gonna be just infiltrated with people, but right now, Mm -hmm. if you get into this, it, it can pay off the biggest dividends is an editor. I mean, mm-hmm. learning, Adobe, learning Adobe Premiere, learning how to edit, learning mm-hmm. how to do video and audio, mm-hmm. learning how, I mean, videography truly is something of the future. Well, it's it tangible. Mm-hmm. We all know that it is the future. Mm-hmm. And if you can get good at that, that's one thing that you can say, hey, well, there's a huge market for this. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs this. Every business is going to use this. Mm-hmm. There's one thing right there. Yeah. I mean, and you did that. Mm-hmm. But so many people are not going to sit Down and take the time. They're gonna pull up Adobe Premiere or whatever. And for me, you know, it wasn't that. For me, I I knew I could leverage my personality in other ways, which I have. But um, you know, people are just like, oh, I want to do X, Y, Z, and I want to do this. But um, when it comes down to the nitty gritty, when it really gets down to it, they're just not gonna do it because they're gonna pull up that software. They're gonna and they're gonna say, this is too much. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sit down and learn this. Mm It's not valuable enough for whatever reason because they're so focused on the short-term game. Mm -hmm. They're not looking at, okay, well, what's this going to bring me in five years? Mm -hmm. What's it going to bring me in ten years if I get really good at it? And I think (laughs) for whatever reason, I mean, I was going to ask you this after we went through Mm -hmm. the list of things. I was going to say, why do you think most people won't do that? They won't take that leap or they won't. If you so, if you told someone, hey, you could you could make three or four times what you make now, if you were to just do these things, mm-hmm. why don't they do well, this? Most people aren't comfortable with risk, I
1: and mean, and that's
0: a personality type. Some people are risk averse. But a lot of it, dude, at the beginning is not even risk. A lot of it's learning. I mean, I can't tell you. Well, there's no safety. Has mark. anyone ever come to you and been like, hey, man, how do you do what you do? I'd like to learn. No. Okay. People have come to me and said that, mm-hmm. and I'll say, go. I'll, I'll say, I'll buy you this book, and I'll buy the book for them, mm-hmm. read it, and come back to you. <laughs> they me. don't read it. It's happened multiple times. I'll say, and I'll be like, they'll they'll DM me or text me or whatever and say, not that I'm this big flashy guy, but, you know, I guess I've got this flashy mm-hmm. Instagram or whatever, and people see that and go, I want to do that or whatever. Mm-hmm. People DM me, and they text me, and I'm like, let's get coffee. Mm-hmm. You pick a time, let's do it. Never hear from them. Mm-hmm. They just want. They want to act like they're doing something or something. I mean, I'll sit down with any, anyone who comes to me. I'll sit down and talk to you. I'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But people just, you tell them to read a book, mm-hmm. and they won't do it. And it, it's like, okay, man, that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You got to do this, this, and this. That This is how you start. And then after you read that one book, well, then the snowball's rolling. Mm-hmm. And it's going to tumble down the hill until eventually that nec- next thing's going to hit, and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, people just, they won't do it. Mm. I mean, I don't know why they won't,
1: but that's less competition for you and me, so I'm not worried about it. I know, but it kind of irks me. I don't care. They can do whatever they want. If they want to be mediocre, they can be mediocre. That's their choice. So why do you think a lot of people choose to do that? I really don't know. Maybe it's how they were raised. I don't know. I really don't know. I just always knew from the get-go. You don't know, and you don't care. I don't know, and I don't care. That's their problem. Um, Going back just a little bit, this is something that, when I was saying I break my own rules sometimes. Are you sure you don't want any whiskey? I'm positive, thank you though. I gotta work out in the morning. So I I think this is really important for everyone to understand. And I have to remind myself this sometimes because I struggled with this a lot. Um, But it's not negative thoughts. No, it's not negative thoughts. What I struggled with was this. It's really easy to have shiny object syndrome. When you see people, and one thing I've learned a lot from is Twitter. There's a whole community on Twitter called Money Twitter, and it's just all these entrepreneurs who make money and they share their ideas and what works for them. And when I started seeing all these entrepreneurs, and when I say entrepreneurs, they're like me. I mean, they they don't make like, they're not, you know, Steve Jobs or Elon Musk, they're the small guys like me, where they're doing well for themselves, but they're not, they, they don't run a huge company. When I started seeing all these guys and how they were making money, some guys making 30 grand a month, 50 grand a month, I was like, I, I could do that. I-, I could do it better than them. Yeah. And so I wanted to try this and I wanted to try that. And then I wanted to see if I could also do this. I wanted to trade. I wanted to run Bolton X. I wanted to do high-ticket sales. I also wanted to run a social media advertising agency. I wanted to do too much. Here's what I've come to the conclusion of. When a bit I work with businesses, when a business has a big problem that they need solved. They're going to an expert. They will never go to a generalist. So if you're a generalist who does a little bit of everything, no business is gonna take you seriously. If a business wants a problem solved, they will pay top dollar for it, but they're only paying top dollar to an expert. When you're an expert, you have an advantage because when you're an expert, you can demand your price. Wait, you don't, hold, mm-hmm. hold on.
0: Go back to the shiny object thing. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted, to, I wanted to brag on you for a second. Mm-hmm. Is this, is this what the shiny object thing is? Yes, I think, yeah. Okay, all right, continue. Um, well, I was just saying like, I wanted to do like four
1: things. Okay. And I just didn't have time. And if I wanted to do all four things, I was gonna be good at none of them. And so what most people need to do is pick one thing only and block out what everyone else is doing. It's just noise and become a deep expert in one given field and scale that to the moon. And so I started doing that with Bolton X and I am so far away from where I will take it. Um, and perhaps I should take my own advice and just focus on that. And I want to. Yeah, I was gonna um, ask
0: you, well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I should take my own advice and just focus on that. Because of are trading. What I wanted to say about you, I, I, mm-hmm. what, where I thought you were going with the shiny object thing was mm-hmm. what I think, what I admire a lot about you mm-hmm. is, I don't know if I ever told you this, but. No. I mean, the fact that you, because I, I probably have an idea of how much you make mm-hmm. just based off. I know how, you, how how much you make from our videos mm-hmm. and what you get from a cut of, mm-hmm. you know, our stuff. And uh, it's, it's a decent amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> and you're what, 26? 25. Okay, 25. Mm-hmm. And you pull up to the hub in your, like, 2012 <laughs> Toyota Camry, <laughs> okay, or whatever it is. Uh-huh. It's not flashy it's no. not sexy and you've got an iphone 6 yeah and i'm like dude i have no idea how you even function how do you even run a business with a freaking <laughs> iphone 6 but it's so cool i mean you could go buy an iphone if you want to right now you go buy a new iphone mm-hmm. but you're you know you're so committed to your craft and to mm-hmm. doing what you're doing and to putting every dime into your business that mm-hmm. you're willing to do that mm-hmm. and that's just one thing if people are listening and going, oh, well, whatever, you know. That's, I mean, this guy lives it. You oh, live it. I appreciate it. it. That and I, that's super dope. That means a lot to me. Yeah. One I mean, thing. I, mean, I, th- I think we had a s- we mm-hmm. were talking today. Uh, some guy walked in the office and was like, oh, I got the new iPhone 13 or whatever. you're like, I still got the iPhone 6. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how many years old yeah. at this point? <laughs> it's like 2010 or something. <laughs> so one thing and
1: I mean... I'm nowhere near where where I will be right um, and compared to a
0: lot of my friends I'm nothing yeah but you can't compare yourself to your friends <laughs> you can't but you can't compare yourself to anybody man no I try I not hate to. doing that that's an eternal mm-hmm. trap
1: I mean I don't compare myself but I always keep tabs of I look at his inspiration like when I have a friend that makes five hundred thousand in a day I don't compare myself to him and think oh man like, I'm not making that I'm not making money. that I'm like whoa that is so cool. Like I can't. I will and get there. That's really cool. Yeah. So I don't look at it as a negative, but I always, it's good to have a benchmark yeah. of where you're at, um, well, because it helps lift you up. I mean, right. if, if you have a friend making 500 grand in a day, instead of feeling negative about that, it's like, okay, I didn't realize that was possible. Now, when I see a friend doing that, that now that opens up my mind to well, possibilities. Well, I think mm-hmm. you want
0: to work to be genuinely happy for that person. What well, I, I am. Think, what mm-hmm. I think a lot of friends, quote unquote, mm-hmm. do uh is they'll see someone start making money or start being successful and deep down that triggers something in them Mm -hmm. where they think oof i kind of want to do that but it's kind of it's making me insecure to see him do that those are toxic people and they need to work on themselves they do but Mm -hmm. i think that's most people and you got to be honest about it Mm -hmm. you know and that's where it starts but um, and it really starts with humility because you mm-hmm. got to realize that you even are like that. But I think so many people are like that even that I I'm around or uh, know people like that. It's like you know I don't go and tell my friends how much money I make just because um, I, w- I wouldn't do. I've talked to my dad about it or whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't disclose those things, but guy for whatever reason guys our age want to go, oh, I'm making whatever mm-hmm. and I'm doing this and I'm like, dude. You know if i told you how much money i made in october or whatever august you'd it'd be a different story mm-hmm. you know you wouldn't even think of it but i never do that mm-hmm. because it's not like a it's a game to them mm-hmm. and that's not that's not the way i see it so and going back to the comparison thing mm-hmm. it's a jordan peterson role is you don't comp- and i've said this mm-hmm. in multiple mm-hmm. pl- mm-hmm. you never compare yourself to anybody else you compare yourself to who you, you were yesterday, yesterday because then the goal is to beat yourself every day. It's not to beat anybody else. It's mm-hmm. to beat yourself consistently every single day. And the way I do that is we talked about my journal last time, or maybe we've talked about my journal privately, mm-hmm. um, but I track my
1: progress every day. Yeah, Every metric, That's so awesome. every metric of every day is written down and I can yeah. compare what I did today compared to yesterday. So I always track those things. Um, I don't remember where we were going with this before we went off on that. Um, Where were we going?
0: Well, we were talking about um, what to, or why people don't do X, Y, Z, and why we chose to do whatever, and why we're more inclined to do that. Yeah, I guess we could go back to envy a little bit.
1: Um, One reason I think most people shouldn't disclose how much they make is because envy can be dangerous. Like, sometimes your closest friends could be, you know, trying to plot your downfall. You You, you just don't know. Um, With me and my, closest circle, um, we talk money all the time, and we're really open about it, and we build each other up. Um, there's a lot of people out there that make a lot more than I do, and I mean, I don't... And there know. always will be. Yeah, there always will be, and there's there nothing wrong with be. that. I mean, I'm... Yep. N- I'd, I'm not going to be the type of person who's going to be a billionaire one day. Um, I mean, well, I mean, there's billion... Be. I mean, I might be. It depends on how good Bitcoin Especially does. Especially
0: if inflation. See, I say I want to be a billionaire one day, but I'm always banking on inflation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be a billionaire you know in 10 years yeah. what a 10 millionaire is today yeah. i you mean know? money
1: isn't everything going back to obviously not what we were talking about before like why would i do bolton x if i'm making um a lot of money trading trading and so the reason being is like i said i love making videos well, why do i love making videos i mean i being able to come up here and to hang out with you guys is a highlight of my day oh um, ours too well it really is because trading is so a lonely game i mean i'm Behind a computer, I make yep. you. You don't make when you trade. You don't make any friends. You don't make any connections. Yeah, you're making a lot of money, but what do you have to show for it? You don't know anybody. You don't have any close friendships. You don't have any close relationships. Right. And you're so behind a computer. All so day. success is more than just money. Success, a part of success, is also uh, the connections that you have yeah. and, and the friends that you have, the relationships mm-hmm. you have, dude. And you don't get any of that trading. And I
0: think what sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I think what's been so cool and you to see is like. When you first got here, I think you were really like, you were very much like lone wolf, solo, this is my business, this is my deal. Mm -hmm. It's not a very familial thing. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, you know, we call each other every day or whatever, and we, Mm -hmm. you know, I say, Mm BB! And you say, (laughs) AB! And we say, let's do this! Let's do this! (laughs) You know, and we become good friends Mm -hmm. just based off of doing business together. Mm -hmm. And that's so dope, yeah, you know? And that's just... You've I can see how you've done that mm-hmm. now in your role in the office and what you play, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bailey's here, when's Bailey coming up? Mm-hmm. Oh You know, Bailey's going to be 10 minutes late. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the day. Depends on the day or whatever. But it's just so cool because we've all got that dynamic now, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a – it really is like a family dynamic. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's tight. One thing that a philosophy I try to follow is
1: instead of doing business with your friends, uh, become great friends with your business partners. Yeah, I love that. I love that. The way we started off, I mean, I didn't know you before this. Right. And so when Brandon and I sat down for the first time with Jaden – none of us were friends we didn't know each other um, it was strictly a business conversation but we've built a great relationship over the course yeah. of time and now we're really close yeah like two years almost yeah man. and so I mean I think it's a good philosophy to follow yeah I love that um, I mean not, there's nothing wrong with doing business with friends but it's ah, better it's better to be. uh, become really good friends with your clients
0: right um I concur we were saying something about envy. Yeah, we were talking about um, comparing. Well, what we originally, originally were talking about was comparing ourselves to other people and why that's bad mm-hmm. and why we wouldn't do that and why we compare ourselves to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But before that, I can't even.
1: One thing people have to consider, and I have to remind myself this also, is just timelines. We're, mm-hmm. all, we're all on a different timeline. Um, there's a lot of people who might make 30 grand a month, 50 grand a month. And they might have a really hot six month streak or one to two year streak. Um, but you have to think long term, where are they gonna be in five to 10 years? Where are you gonna be five to 10 years from now? You know, there are people like, for instance, high ticket closers who are making 50, 60 grand a month right now that I know. I'm not making 50 to 60 grand a month per year at the moment. But high ticket sales will only take you so far. You're a closer for somebody else. Right. What if that person just says, I'm done, I'm retiring. Cool. What are you going to do now? You were their closer. You didn't build your own business. With Bolton X, this is something I'm going to be able to grow for the rest of my life. So while I'm not making 50 or 60 grand per month at the moment, I'm thinking 15, 20, 30 years from now what it's going to be. It's going to be huge. That's what you got to think about. Yeah. And yep. so everyone's got to think timelines. Like the way I got into business was a freak thing. I, I just happened. I mean, I don't know if we talked about it last time. I saw a, a YouTube video for. Did we talk about this last time? Yeah, I think we did. I mean, it was just something as simple as that. I saw a video, and it gave me an idea, and I was like, Oh, wow! I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. What if I never came across that video? Yeah. What if I didn't come across that video until five years from now? I would have been. I would have started five years later, and that's okay. We go down the path that we go down based on you know the experiences that we have, and so. I don't know where I'm going with this. It, it, everything has to do with timeline. Right. I mean, my friend who makes, or let's say we have a friend, hypothetically, who makes a shit ton of money, but he's got you know a very wealthy dad that exposed him to ideas at an early age and um, kind of helped him grow into his own business. Well, you know, well, he had a dad that helped him. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm sure. glad he had a great father that was able I'm to... I'm living that, man. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. We don't all have that, and that's okay. We're all exposed to different things at different times. You just have to pay attention to your timeline. Um, we're all in our own different
0: timelines, and I think that goes back to what Peterson was saying. Just compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Yep. That's all you can do. That's so huge, man. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, um, I think I mentioned it. People just want to play this game mm-hmm. where... It's, hey, it's keeping up with the Joneses. It's, it's h- how much better am I doing in life than you? And it's such a silly thing to think about because mm-hmm. if you look at it the grand scheme of things, you're going, okay, well, what does it all matter anyways? Mm-hmm. Really, what does it all matter how much money we make anyways? So um, one thing I've recently been talking to my dad about is, like, my dad has recently just kind of been like he's come into this, you know, into quite a bit of money mm-hmm. recently. He just sold a big asset he had. Well, good. Google's money and he's like uh been you know kind of depressed mm-hmm. and he's one of the reasons is because he's he's like i don't know what my why is mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm doing what i'm doing every day mm-hmm. really and he's 70 you know he's he's just kind of on the fourth quarter of life and mm-hmm. or probably the end of the third mm-hmm. um but he he doesn't like wake up every day and go oh let's get it mm-hmm um, but he doesn't have that why and I've got my why mm-hmm. and so I wake up every day and I'm I've never woken up one day while I've worked here mm-hmm. and been like I don't want to go to work today mm-hmm. ever that has never happened to that's me cool. one mm-hmm. single day of waking up um, and that's I'm very fortunate to have mm-hmm. that and I have the resources to be able to do that but I would imagine it's probably similar for you because you realize this is where I wanted to go mm-hmm so you realize that your potential mm-hmm. is really limitless. Mm-hmm. It is what you set it to be. And what I wanted to say when we were going when we were talking about why people don't do stuff and why that pisses me off and might not piss you off. Mm-hmm. Why it upsets me when I when someone asks me to meet or whatever and I give them a book to read and they don't read it. It's because I go I see the potential that you could have and you are squandering it and you're doing nothing about it. Mm -hmm. And that's so sad. Mm -hmm. That is one of life's greatest travesties to me is that people just squander their potential like nobody's business and then for 40 years do nothing but whatever. They work Mm -hmm. their job and they always want to do something else and they knew they could do it if they just would have taken that leap and would have just done X, Y, Z, but they didn't. And, and then it's too late. That's my biggest fear. Well, you don't need to fear it because you're not living it or it was. yeah so I did something about and it and you're not you're not living it and you're 25, dude, and you're actively working against it and I'm 24 and I'm actively working mm-hmm. against that. And I go, okay, I could be broke tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'd find a way to make it back. Mm-hmm. you know if I if I lost all my money tomorrow and my dad lost all his money, <laughs> my dad <laughs> lost all his money tomorrow, whatever, i would hustle my mm-hmm. off i would work harder than anybody mm-hmm. i think probably not brandon i probably want to wake up at like 3 a.m and mm-hmm. do whatever but i mean i'd go knocking doors i'd go doing whatever i had to do to get to where i want to be mm-hmm. i you know i'm fortunate enough now where i can afford to not do those things and maybe pay for leads and get leads in other ways in my real estate business mm-hmm. specifically um but yeah, man, just seeing people squander their potential is so sad to me. That's what mm-hmm. I can't just go. Well, it's their life if they want to live a mediocre life. Mm-hmm. You know, screw them, whatever. Mm-hmm. It eats me alive because I'm like, dude, there's so much more. Mm-hmm. There's you could you could wake up every day and not hate what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You realize that's possible. You could actually. I mean, just about every day I wake up and I, I uh, listen to a Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. lecture. Mm-hmm. Um, or a podcast or whatever like a excerpt of what mm-hmm. he talks about and dude it just fuels me it just gets me going because mm-hmm. what he talks about is just developing yourself mm-hmm. and growing and becoming this mythic hero and in a in the in the world and working through all the chaos that's involved in the world and paving your own way and blazing your own trail and doing your thing and there's something that's that that kind of gives you a little bit purpose I mean my purpose goes deeper than that because I'm You know i'm a christian and you're Mm -hmm. a christian too and Mm -hmm. it you know a reason i want to make a lot of money is because i want to give a lot of money away Mm -hmm. and i and that's a huge uh motivating factor for me Mm -hmm. and uh i think god's blessed me in that way because uh you know things have just gone the way they've gone and they could change but Mm -hmm. that's something that's huge for me Mm -hmm. and if and if god wanted to take me down to a level where i wasn't like that anymore and have me do something else he could Mm -hmm. you know but i think he put that in me Mm -hmm. And I, I have that ability, and you've got that ability too, to go make money, and that's a good gift. That's a that's a gift. That's a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, not a lot, of, not a lot of people will get that. I mean, I mean, like we talked about,
1: maybe a lot of people just don't realize that it's they're capable of it. Remember, I said it all starts with self belief. Um, I mean, my buddy that makes has the he doesn't do it every day, making 500 grand, but. I remember when i first met him and we were you know i met him right before he started trading right um and i remember when he made ten thousand dollars in a day and he was like i can't believe i just made ten thousand dollars in a day right and now you know that's nothing to him yeah but when i saw that i was like oh my gosh like i never thought like people can make 10 grand in a day right that's unfathomable that's possible Right. and so you know sometimes it just takes one person to expose you to a different way of thinking and to show you that yes, it is possible. Right. And you know, when I tell people, I know people who make 500 grand in a day. If they don't believe it, it's true. Yeah. Where we, you can do it. I'm not to that point yet. Right. I will be.
0: Yeah. I'm not there yet, dude. And that, see, that's what I love about mm-hmm. you is you are so you're so indicative of what just a true entrepreneur is because you you can. I mean, obviously there. are, We Mm -hmm. interact with people who are fantastic examples of that, Brandon being one of Mm -hmm. them. Um, But you've just got to have that in your mind where you're just like, I don't care what anybody says. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody thinks about me or says about me. I'm going to go do what I'm going to do. And Mm -hmm. you have to do that. And you plow through life doing that. Mm -hmm. And even the scary thing is that even the people closest to you sometimes Mm -hmm. will bring you down. Mm -hmm. And they will plant those little seeds of, should we really do that? Is that a good idea? Blah, 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 And it'll make you question yourself. And that can get so dangerous, man. And I've I never fought, had
1: anyone in my life do that.
0: I, vict- I have people do that every day to me. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: I've never, I, maybe this is crazy. I've never had anyone ever, and this is weird. I've thought about this. I've never had anyone ever,
0: um, like tell me I couldn't do it. But you've always been kind of solo. You've, al- you've always kind of just done your own thing. It's, it's a lonely life. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, it's a lonely I mean, path. At least you got a girlfriend. Yeah. I but, do too, but <laughs> I mean, you do have a girlfriend, yeah.
1: but just as a whole, I mean, I have a really small circle and all my, my whole circle does very well. And so of course we don't bring each other down. Yeah. If any, we, we lift each other up when, when we're having a bad day. I mean, you know, we got our own little group chat. Um, if anyone's having a bad date, we're on the phone. We're talking it out. What do you need? I got you. If anyone needs anything in my circle, we take care of each right. other. So I don't have anyone in my circle who's like n- trying to plant those negative seeds. Yeah. Um, never had a family member do that. My family is the most supportive
0: yep. um, family ever.
1: I, I'm just fortunate, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> I really cause am. Because I deal with that every day, man. Really? I'm trying to really... I am trying to get to that point where my circle is mm-hmm. very... Diligent. Well, the best way to have. And it's people who I know are going to be mm-hmm. really, no matter what, just building me up and not even questioning me mm-hmm. or my ideas. Because mm-hmm. one of my things is I like to create. You know, mm-hmm. I have all just these create. Yeah. I have all these crazy ideas, mm-hmm. and I want to do them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get shot down a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, you can feel negative energy, mm-hmm. and y- and it whatever it is, but even the slightest little comments people might make sometimes mm-hmm. that can get to you. We should turn the lights off, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just insider. Yeah. But I don't know, man, for me, it's so cool that you don't mm-hmm. deal. Cause and I guess the trading thing, I mean, you don't have to deal with that, but mm-hmm. for me, it's been so good because I've seen my ability to tune that out mm-hmm. and to really focus on, myself and my goal and my vision and what I know I can accomplish if I just have the reins Mm -hmm. on my life Mm -hmm. what I can do and I believe in it Mm -hmm. and I can just go for it you know and I can so I can now but I mean man especially when I first start business Mm -hmm. I was such a people pleaser and obviously I'm I'm concerned about climbing this uh, social hierarchical ladder you know, even that we have in the office. And I mean, I love the people that I work with. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're like my, some of my closest friends mm-hmm. now. Um, and so that was a big thing for me, but just uh, even from some, some of those people, mm-hmm. you know, you just get, there's, there's negative energy that gets put out into, and and out. out into the ether and you've gotta be able to tune it out. And if you, and if you can't, um, you gotta figure out how. I'll tell you one thing that people should do um, if they're really serious about
1: leveling up, is delete social media. Oh, I love that. So, one thing I did, and this was the coolest thing ever um, I deleted Instagram, Snapchat, yeah. Facebook, all those things. Um, I didn't post on them for pff, probably a year. Yeah. Um, and I went out not too long ago. Um, I forgot what bar it was. And I saw somebody that, you know, has been in Lubbock for about the same amount of time as I have. And they came up to me and they were like, oh my gosh how long are you in town for you in for the weekend i'm like no i live here they were like dude you just disappeared off the face of the planet like i didn't know where you were i didn't know what you were doing you were you were like a ghost and i was like i like that Mm -hmm. i want to be a ghost i don't want anyone to know what i'm up to yeah like i want to hustle and struggle in silence right because you know that that's one thing like it's kind of like monk mode right now like i'm mm-hmm. i'm trying to build where yeah, i want to yeah, go i've mode. not made it yet right i'm getting to that point so when you're trying to get to that point you're going to have ups and downs highs and lows um so i found it better just to let no one know what you're going through
0: have if you, you mm-hmm. have you read the art of war i mean a long time ago there's that quote one of my favorite mm-hmm. like i guess little proverbs and that is mm-hmm. you keep your plans as dark and as impenetrable mm-hmm. as night, and when you move, fall like a thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. I think that's so bad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. You just move in the silence, mm-hmm. you move in the dark, and when no one knows what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're moving. Doesn't matter what's going on, uh, and people may think you're doing something else, mm-hmm. but you're doing this, and there's something that's kind of fun about that. Mm-hmm. Not to prove anybody wrong, mm-hmm. but because ultimately, it should be, the goal should be, I'm doing this for myself. Well, there's no pressure if no one knows what you're doing. Because mm-hmm. if you fail, you know, a lot of times
1: people want to put everything about their life on social media. It's so ridiculous, and, and when those, they have bro. a catastrophic failure, there's nothing wrong with failure. But if, you, you know, you've built yourself up to be this big thing, and everyone perceives you as being this big and thing, then you, and then you fall— well then it can be humiliating because there's an audience there to watch you fall. But right. if you're just in silence, failure's part of the process of making it. Yep. Everyone's gonna, you know, have to take a step back from time to time. They're gonna experience temporary setbacks. If you just disappear off social and no one knows if you're winning or losing or combination of both, there's no pressure. Yeah. who are you trying, I'm not trying to impress anybody. Oh, don't you think you are a little bit? Well, it depends what you mean.
0: I mean, I think, I mean, even though I wish I wasn't, mm-hmm. I am. For sure, if I'm being 100% vulnerable and honest, mm-hmm. well, it's like, like yeah, because mm-hmm. I think I think okay, well, what are these people going to think about what I post? What are, what is this group of, of people going to think about what I'm doing with my mm-hmm. life, or mm-hmm. when they see me, or um, what I post on social media? Are they going to find it funny? Are they going to mm-hmm. do this? And and well, it all um, goes back when I post this, when I post that, when right, I do, when I post you that? have to for business? Yeah, I, and I uh-huh. need to do that for business, mm-hmm. but I can pull myself. Even my family, I mm-hmm. think about like okay, what's going on with the YouTube channel? I mean. I got dinner with my aunt the other night who lives here and my dad and my aunt was like, uh, my friend watch your, you watches your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I could have let that build up my ego or whatever. And be like, give me a hothead, mm-hmm. which the YouTube has done a little bit, but I've just gotten very, cause it's my business now. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the YouTube channel is really, and we're in tandem with mm-hmm. that. I mean, cause obviously we're very symbiotic mm-hmm. in how we run the YouTube, but, uh, I just kind of you just let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's what those thoughts are naturally going to come in and I'm naturally going to have that thought and think, "Oh, well, what do these people think about? Oh, mm-hmm. well they think I'm cool or oh, they yeah, think I'm, I'm this and and mm-hmm. that's cool and that's great and and whatever." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. <laughs> bye and just let it go mm-hmm. because it brings nothing to me. It does nothing for me. There's mm-hmm. no point in it. My friends, my family, no matter who it is, it's like it's all, it, it doesn't, my game is with myself, mm-hmm. and it always will be. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not with anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, no matter what happens in my life, It's my game's always gonna be with me. Mm-hmm. And all the other, all the extracurriculars that come with it, mm-hmm. they're gonna be attached to it. But, you know, if I'm operating efficiently, and 100%, which I'm trying to get to, because mm-hmm. um, I kind of went, when I started, I went from this goofy slapstick mm-hmm. kind of guy to, you know, some things started rolling and some things happened and then it's like okay well now i'm not that guy anymore mm-hmm. and i'm i'm starting to in the past like i'd say eight to ten months have really been like hey i can do this mm-hmm. and i can compete and i can like you were saying earlier i can do it better than mm-hmm. i'm so competitive this person <laughs> which is good and i'm uh-huh. competitive i'm really competitive uh-huh. too deep down mm-hmm. i'm not competitive with stuff i don't care about like mm-hmm. if we go play a game and pickup basketball I could not yeah, care a little yeah, less. Yeah, I'm the same. Or if we're like, I don't know, whatever, competing mm-hmm. against someone I don't care about. But if it's like with, I don't know, and not even, and honestly, I man, even with real estate, mm-hmm. like, I don't even care. But with YouTube, say, with YouTube, mm-hmm. I'm very competitive. Okay, mm-hmm. I I look at statistics every day, mm-hmm. and that's my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're competitive with your thing. Yes. I'm competitive in video. Yeah. Mm-hmm and that, that the YouTube's my thing the Instagram's my thing mm-hmm. I, I'm competitive with that mm-hmm. and so when I see other people doing whatever that's where the gas turns on and rubber meets the road and I'm like okay well I'm gonna and I'll do whatever it takes I mm-hmm. mean I'll not whatever it takes I won't, like, I'm not Michael Jordan. <laughs> but, like, you know, I'll... From an ethical standpoint. From an ethical standpoint, mm-hmm. yes. I'm, I don't like to get unethical, mm-hmm. even in business. And business is so gray, dude. That's what I've learned. It's like, I like to try to remain as ethical as possible. I'm not even saying that for the podcast. I have a, I've always had a very guilty conscience. Mm-hmm. And so, even things like, okay, well, I could flip this deal and make X amount of dollars. That still kind of irks me a little bit, mm-hmm. deep down, for whatever reason. Probably, it... I'm not cutthroat. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cutthroat guy, mm-hmm. and I never will be, because I'll, I'll I'll always like see the value and mm-hmm. genuineness and people first. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need to have the biggest capital return possible mm-hmm. every single time. It's not about that for me. I think it'll all come back to me if I don't do that. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's kind of my philosophy with that. Well, cool. Yeah. What else? I mean. I think that's a good place to be for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to say I wish more people were like that, but mm-hmm. uh, it kind of makes the world what it is now mm-hmm. because you see a lot of opportunity in a, in a broken world, and in especially in business. I mean, if you're just it's, – it's crazy. Like, from what I've seen recently, mm-hmm. I, would, I would like to think of myself as a likable person. Mm-hmm you are and I would like to think of myself as someone who genuinely cares about people Mm -hmm. beyond just being Mm likable just loving people and caring about them and saying okay man what's going on with your life Mm -hmm. and and trying to walk through life with people I mean my big thing is I like getting into the weeds of life I like when someone cries in front of me and Mm -hmm. I like comforting them and I like being able to tell someone my deepest darkest secrets and Mm -hmm. them being like I love you bro I'm there for you whatever Mm -hmm. Um, I, I tell my really close friends that I love them yeah Oh dude, yeah. I tell people I love them all the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean it. Yeah. I
1: truly mean it. I'm a big hug giver too. You gotta like give me a hug. I'll give you a hug. Like my give close me a hug friend, after this. I'll give you a hug after this. Like my close friends, I don't know, some <laughs> people get weirded out by that, but like hell no. My best I friend, love I'll, t- it. I'll be like, "Dude,
0: I love you, brother." And I'll give yeah. him a hug. It's like, you know? See, and that's where it's got to be. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like cuz that's that's what it is, man. Yeah. It's it's got to uh, because if it's not that, it's so lonely and sad, It's so depressing. Like mm-hmm. if if you're not and yeah obviously i think you're probably with your inner circle you're more reserved i'm like i'll go tell someone i never met i love them mm-hmm. you know and be like hey i, I do love you i'll mm-hmm. give him a hug and do mm-hmm. whatever um like i told jaden timmons mm-hmm. who's the counter in our youtube video for everyone listening youtube videos i tell him i love him a lot <laughs> and he's recently started being like i love you too man oh <laughs> yeah you know Took and him tell, long enough. i'll tell joseph who's mm-hmm. in my office i'll be mm-hmm. like i love you bro and uh, you know, you can tell there's some sort of like awkward mm-hmm. tension a little bit, but it's who cares? Mm-hmm. It's like I mean Nothing it. Wrong with I that. really mean it. And you talk about love, it's I mean, that's that's a deep thing and it's it's truly really like, man, I'll get into it with you. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going through some I'll be there with you. Yeah. And I'll stick by your side mm-hmm. and I will, you know, be your boy. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. what love is. Love's
1: more than just the sexual component. Like 100%. there's a whole other component. Oh, Most people don't think about it such that way. A
0: tiny, that is such a tiny little part of it. Mm-hmm. Love is it transcends all of that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the greatest human quality that we could all have. So why do we not try to achieve that mm-hmm. every day? And if it's not in I mean, you, if you think about what I ch- often think about is like, what's the most ideal circumstance that I could ever have in like in business, let's say. Mm-hmm. It'd be it'd be to run a business and I work with my best friends mm-hmm. and there's such a deep camaraderie that we all know that we're on this ship together and we're going to get to wherever we're going to go no matter what and we're all going to push each other and mm-hmm. we're all going to love each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is now. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it's like now. I mean, it, like, when I say I love you to people, I mean mm-hmm. it. You yep. know? I, I am mean, I freaking love you, man. I love, love you. <laughs> I love you. Like, (laughs) it's, I mean, when I call you and I'm like, Mm -hmm. BB, you know, and and Mm -hmm. we talk about videos. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we gotta, you know, we just had this two dogs video and we Mm -hmm. gotta talk about, hey, maybe we should cut this Mm -hmm. or do this. we gotta talk business. But, I mean, it goes deeper than Mm -hmm. that. It's not, I mean, we're friends. We'll talk on the phone for like an hour sometimes. I know, it's like, we'll just talk about whatever, Mm -hmm. what's going on. And Mm -hmm. I love that shit, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, that's what is fulfilling about life and about business too. So it's not, That's why I say I'm not cutthroat is Mm -hmm. I can't I can't just shaft the people I'm closest with and not just for a dollar for a dollar. Because there's more to it than money. There's so much more to it than money. Mm -hmm. And people get so entrenched in that and they want to because they're so scared and they go. Now, I mean, business on a broader scale when there's multiple moving parts. I mean, like my dad, for instance, does uh, multifamily real estate, like Mm -hmm. buys and sells apartment complexes. That's a different animal. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. no love involved with that when you're dealing with um, other parties, Mm -hmm. okay? But when you're dealing with... um, People you've built relationships with. Or people who are investing with you, Mm -hmm. it's a different story. Mm -hmm. Um, Like my dad, he had a couple partners on a deal in um, closer close to downtown Dallas, a big apartment complex Mm -hmm. um, pre-2008. And he, he brought in a lot of... Or no, this was... This was somewhere, but it was a big deal. Uh, he brought in a lot of his friends and a lot of his, uh, couple of his uh, family members, and in 2008, the deal went kaput. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lost all their money because he found the deal, essentially. And when he just made this big win, he went back and repaid that's all so of cool. them. what, And that's where it transcends mm-hmm. the monetary value of it. Is he said, okay, hey, because you put your trust and faith in me back then here you go that's, like I, that's i'm so sorry cool. i lost it uh-huh. then here you go here's your here's what you would have made mm-hmm. you know and it's just like that was a big hit for him mm-hmm. but he did it because it was and that's how he taught me you know how to do life and mm-hmm. it's just it's just the menial stuff like like uh when you go get dinner or something or mm-hmm. when you go to your restaurant when you eat out i always try to just make the person that I'm talking to at the cash register feel so important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, and mm-hmm. feel like I always ask them how their day's doing mm-hmm. and what what's going on with them and, are you know, and whatever. And people are like, oh, well, whatever. I'm gonna give you a hack. Yeah, tell me a hack.
1: Do that at Chipotle, they will give you free Chipotle. <laughs> I do it, I do it everywhere. I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten free Chipotle because I'll do the same thing. Yep. And they're like, dude, no one ever asks me about my day. Yep. They just tell me, I want a bowl to go.
0: Yeah. Put chicken in there. Well, everyone, at Chipotle, everyone goes to Chipotle, is typically. An really? <laughs> I, found. I always <laughs> talk to people, and I can't, and I don't do it
1: so that they'll give me free Chipotle. I mean, I just you just I, care. I just talk to the person, yeah. And it has happened so many times. You just gotta care, man. Where I'll just get free Chipotle. Try to genuinely care about people. Speaking of genu- genuinely caring about people, you should do this tomorrow. I like doing this from time to time. Yeah. Next time you go to Starbucks for the person behind you oh and just drive off yeah i need to do that it's fun yeah because they don't know who you are they don't don't know who they are are. i remember i pulled up to the register one time i was like hey what the person behind me order and they were like this 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 i was like all right let me pay for that
0: that's so cool and they were like for
1: real i'm like yeah and I'm like, I wonder what that did for the person behind me. Like, right. I don't want, I, I, I try to speed off so they don't catch up to me. Because right. <laughs> I don't and, want them to well, know. And they're not
0: going to know when they pull up to the window. They're not going to look at your license plate or anything. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so, I don't know, it's just one of those cool things. You're like, that eh, is so cool. You, I'm gonna, you made someone's day better.
0: That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's what it's all about. Yeah. And it's not, it's just, I mean, infiltrating that into business mm-hmm. is difficult. Mm-hmm. Because they're, like I just said, there's a lot of moving parts. You got competition. You got different things at play mm-hmm. so it becomes hard Duh. excuse me good one thank you but you can still you know work your way beyond that mm-hmm. and, and like the ideal situation um, my ideal situation is what I have now I mean I come here every day and uh, all the dynamic relationships I have with people are so fun mm-hmm. and uh, I get to grow and learn from that I mean Jaden went The crazy thing is, like, Jaden taught me real estate, Mm -hmm. really. Like, when I first started, I rode with him everywhere. Mm -hmm. He was my mentor. He was my advisor. I went to all his showings and just rode around with him. And today, I was, like, in my office, and I was kind of dreading going to show a house. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, man, I'll go with you. We'll take Brandon's car. I'll Mm -hmm. take you. And I was just thinking, it's so crazy. We were going to my showing. Mm -hmm. While we, as soon as we left, I put a different deal under contract. Mm -hmm and we had just offered on this house that I was showing and I was just like, it's so crazy how this is happening. I mean, Jaden is now going to my showing Mm -hmm. and hanging out with me (laughs) and he's, and we're just cool with it, Mm -hmm. you know? And he's Mm -hmm. just like, he's the guy who got me going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and Jaden, like love, like a brother, Mm -hmm. you know, he's just weird. Unbelievably close. We're attached to the hip. And, uh, um, it's just wild, man. It, you know, it's stuff that kind of makes you just want to cry. Like <laughs> it, Just thinking about it, it's uh-huh. just like, this is so wild that mm-hmm. this is what life is like and mm-hmm. that we've made it here mm-hmm. and that we're this fortunate and this blessed to mm-hmm. do what we're doing. It's crazy, man. That's why I want to do Bolton instead of trading for the rest of my
1: life. You don't get any of that trading. No, no, not at all. You get none of it. None of it. Mm-hmm. And what's so cool
0: about Bolton X too is like, um, your brother. I was about to say, I'm building it with my brother, but people don't know that. Like, no one knows that, but your brother, I mean, I've become... He, we DM each other on Instagram. I know. He was <laughs> like, <"Yeah>, I was <laughs> talking to Andrew earlier. Yeah. I was like, talk oh, to Andrew. Andrew. We text and We uh-huh. talk on Instagram. and mm-hmm. It's so dope, because he's like... And he was editing your videos for a while, and, mm-hmm. and I'll post some of my story, and he'll DM me, and he'll be like, oh, you should listen to this playlist, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm mm-hmm. freaking... And he sent me this playlist. Uh, it was so good on Spotify. It was... Um, I posted this guy's album, mm-hmm. a guy named Charlie Crockett. He sings, like, kind of old-timey country music. And Brandon texted, or DM'd me, and was like, uh, hey, I'm going to send you a Spotify playlist. And the Spotify playlist is called Songs That'll Make You Want to Say Ma'am. ma'am. <laughs> <He was in laughs> yeah, that yeah, and I listened to the whole playlist. I was mm-hmm. like, this is so good. Yeah, this is exactly what I want to listen to he, all He's the got time. music on lock. He, he does. He's the man. Because I've, I've posted – some stuff and every time I post someone want someone I like Mm -hmm. Brandon Mm -hmm. is like dude Mm -hmm. oh my god like I post Ted Nugent I love Mm -hmm. Ted Nugent Mm -hmm. he's like bro I freaking love Ted Nugent Mm -hmm. that's so cool that you guys are in business together yeah I think if you have a sibling
1: a lot of people aren't super 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 close with their siblings I want to make sure he's set up my goal I had a, a really interesting goal whenever I dropped out of College and I had that job offer. I think they were going to offer me five thousand a month mm-hmm. after going to college for six years, having a master's degree, five thousand a month. So ridiculous. And so my goal was my little brother, who's about to gra- graduate high school. I wanted him to be making five grand, yeah, his first year out of high school, um, just as like an fu, right? To like the whole establishment, college system. You know, because I went through it. It was like. I literally went six years into this to make five grand a month. He's stepping out of high school. I don't want him to have to waste those six years. I want him to be able to make immediately what I would have made. So this happened two weeks ago. Um, I hooked him up with a client. I went to war for him. I told him, I'm like, dude, I got a meeting. There was this client in my hometown who drove all the way to Lubbock to meet with me. Mm. And so I had a meeting one-on-one with him. I called Bran, I'm like, bro, I'm about to go to war for you. Like, I'm going to battle for you because I'm trying to get you five grand a month on this deal. Yeah. And so I talked him down to three. Um, So that was the the equilibrium that we settled on was three. But still, it was like, you know, take care of your family. Yeah. Like, I don't know. A lot of people say it's not wise to go into business with your family members. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to take care of my my brother. I'm right there.
0: Yeah. I'm right there with you. And
1: so I just want to be able to grow up with him, too. Um, He's going to have skills that I don't possess, and so he'll be able to um, you know, help me Y'all regarding my weak points, and I'll be able to, we, we do complement each other. Right. And so I'm really excited to see how we can build it together, especially when he moves to Lubbock, because um, he's brilliant, he is yeah. so brilliant. And so whenever we are able to team up together, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, he's
0: gonna kill it, yep. he's gonna kill it. I he's hope he moves up here and we will start doing he business together. He is,
1: I mean, that's been the, the goal from the get-go. We're gonna live in the same apartment. Right. I told him, you're not living with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we grew up together, yeah, I need my, need my own space. Yeah. But we'll live in the same apartment, yeah. complex. We'll live next door to each other, Right. Um, and we'll grow this thing. I mean, I have so much fun with him every time I see him. Like. We're bros, right? And so I'm ready to be able to spend more time with him, but just being able to build that with my brother is just really special and to see, me. And see, that's what—that's the deeper mm-hmm. part of it. I mean, you can't do any of that trading. No, God, and it no. sounds like I'm talking on trading. It, that's why it's only temporary. It's—it's a, it's a means to an end. Yep, it's I love to, that. It's I to love build that. my wealth. And I don't know. Going back just a little bit, it would be more wise of me to focus on Bolton X only and to scale that to the moon but I'm not gonna become a millionaire in two years doing that. Right. Trading, I would've been an idiot to tell my best friend, no, I don't want you to be my mentor, don't teach me anything you know. That's the reason I started trading, was because he offered to teach me everything he knew. Yeah. I'd be an idiot to say no to that. Right. Here's a guy who's worth millions. Why would I say no to that? 100%. And so after he taught me, It'd and after so I put silly. the work in, I mean, I've been studying the market for maybe two years at this point, and it's day after day after day I don't take a day off. I work every weekend. I'm working every... Well, the
0: markets are closing.
1: Well, that's when I I have to edit. That's when I have to go shoot. I record every Saturday. I edit all day Saturday, all day Sunday.
0: God, that sounds like a
1: nightmare. It is a nightmare, and it's not fun, but it's a sacrifice, and it's a temporary sacrifice. Going back to why don't most people do it, most people can't do what I do. And I know that might sound a little arrogant, but they can't. I can barely do what I do. It's not easy. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, I don't have a social life. I'm not going out and having fun on the weekends. I'm not getting invited to parties. I'm not doing this, doing that. I don't have a social life, yep. but I had to make that sacrifice. Everything's a sacrifice. Yep. Um, I don't get to spend as much time at the gym to build just a God-like physique. I take really good care of my health, but I can't be one of those gym bros who just looks unbelievable anymore. Yep. I don't have time for that.
0: It all comes down to sacrifice. We all have to choose our sacrifice. I love that, yeah. I've been talking to a, a uh, old high school buddy of mine mm-hmm. who um I was his young life uh camp leader mm-hmm. and we were talking last night about he goes to tech and he's a fraternity here and he's starting to kind of ask those questions of okay man like uh, you know I want to do this and I want to do that and and uh but this this goes on and I got to go out every weekend and cuz my girlfriend wants to and do all this and um that's what I said. Get a I different sa- girlfriend. I said, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> if she's good, don't get rid of her. But I said, man, it, j- it just boils down to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I i I did four years of my life in, at Tech, and I loved it, and I was involved in my fraternity and was so blessed and mm-hmm. absolutely loved it, and it was amazing. But after that, I, I stopped doing a lot of the things that, my friends were doing, mm-hmm. and my uh, roommates were doing, and uh, you know, people I was close to were doing. I I um, sacrificed mm-hmm. my free time, my video game time, mm-hmm. my uh, leisure quote-unquote mm-hmm. time, watching Netflix mm-hmm. time. Those are the things I sacrificed. You have to. I, you I, I don't do to. those things anymore, and I, I couldn't, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to. I truly mm-hmm. did not want to. I would I would much rather go to my room and read a book then watch mm-hmm. narcos on netflix you know i know narcos is probably bad and it's probably sick and i maybe will watch it one day mm-hmm. but i i would much rather be doing or for me it's like what was so cool about college is i was always so okay with just going home and playing guitar mm-hmm. and i really got r- i got very good at the guitar mm-hmm. in college from the ground up i never played going into my freshman year of college picked up the banjo. I just bought a banjo yesterday actually mm-hmm. and started playing it again. I'm gonna get good at that. bring it on the YouTube channel. I'm gonna bring it on the YouTube channel. I brought it up today and I was gonna put it in I forgot. Mm-hmm. but I got good at guitar man and I was I was there were so many nights where I was just so okay with going home mm-hmm. and being alone and playing guitar. Mm-hmm. And then it transformed into... I'm okay with going home and being alone and reading a book. You have to be comfortable with solitude. Yeah, and I, for a a people pleaser like me, Mm -hmm. that was very difficult. And for someone who's codependent like me, who Mm -hmm. relies on other people to, um, it it was just crazy. Like if you look at freshman year me to me, uh, the past two summers living alone in a five bedroom house. Mm It's it's unfathomable for the people who were close to me to think mm-hmm. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Going
1: back to optimal, we might even be able to clip this as its own little small section. Um, what are some things that you think people could do to optimize um, things in their life? Like what what should people RH be focusing on? That's a opinion? great question. I mean, I, I know what
0: I would say, but what would you say? That's a damn good question. Mm-hmm. One thing that I would say is read mm-hmm. often and diligently mm-hmm. and. St- and every time you're in the car or have your AirPods in or headphones in, don't listen to music, listen mm-hmm. to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, always start there, start there. Consistently be learning, mm-hmm. always, never stop. Mm-hmm. Literally, as much as you can, mm-hmm. learn as much as you can. I think that's the gateway drug to improving other aspects. I love how you
1: just said gateway drug. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so, that's where I mean, it starts, man. I that's where man. I started, was just reading or watching the YouTube video. Everything. Watching that YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I don't read as much anymore. Right. Um, I just, this sounds weird. I mean, I used to preach reading. Yeah. I'd read a book a week. I was diligent about oh, reading a book a week. that's unbelievable. I'd read hundred pages a day. Yeah. I used to read all the time, but that's because I didn't own a business. I was trying to learn what path to take. Right. And now that I'm doing the thing, so You're, to speak. Yeah. I don't have as much time, too. I'm in the application stage, so I agree. I think reading is the perfect place to start for those who are interested in getting to that next step, who want more. hundred percent. you got to start educating yourself. See what's out there, expose yourself to new ideas, expose yourself to new paradigms.
0: And reading, um, I'm kind of with you. Mm -hmm. Like when I first started, I was reading business books, listening to every real estate podcast I could Mm -hmm. all the time, 24 seven. Now, I mean I read a lot of fantasy novels mm-hmm. before bed mm-hmm. just because um it you can feel when you're reading like a, a novel where your mind is imagining what you're reading, it mm-hmm. you can actually feel your brain growing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You can feel your brain going. You you can feel yourself tapping into the creative aspect of your brain. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so good for people. So I try to read as much as I can. Um that's the one thing dude i mean that's the most important thing start reading and then secondly um just be willing to completely put your ego aside Mm -hmm. and be as 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 humble as you could be about about learning Mm -hmm. truly i think everyone should dedicate an hour to two hours
1: a day to learning a skill yeah one thing like for me trading even to this day every single day um I go through, I mean, I've bought multiple stock courses, right? and I go through the same ones over and over and Mm. over and over an hour a day. Um, Even though I don't read, I consume content that takes me to another level. I think that's important. Um, What would I recommend people to do? Yeah, let me ask you that. um, There's a lot. I'll try to keep it very applicable. Um, First, you gotta get your body right. So I would recommend um, number one. Um, I would recommend cleaning up. If somebody's listening to this, how can I start to improve um, and optimize my life to get where I want to go? I would start with the vehicle that you have to use to get there, which I need is your to work body. On that. We all do. I'm we all slacking do. on that hard. That's
0: okay. We all do. If everybody's listening.
1: Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I'd clean up the diet. I won't get into recommendations. It's just Sorry, too much. Um, start with that. Yep. The next thing I would fix is sleep. Everybody needs to pick a time to go to bed and mm-hmm. time to wake up. That's a huge and stick no, to that every no, day.
0: Me. Yeah, that's big. You're preaching to me right now. Nice. Yeah,
1: uh, I would do that. That would cut and have a regular schedule um, workout routine. Oh, okay. you, you don't have to be in there five six days a week, three to four. Start there, three to four. It's that that will take care of the health pillar. Clean up the diet. You don't have to make it perfect. I try to keep mine near perfect. It doesn't
0: have to be perfect. And you know what's wild? What is... What that does for your mental what health, does, it It transcends to all like areas. We're not even talking just physical. I mean, my goal in life is to make it through life without ever taking any psychotic pills. Oh, well, good. Or psychosis pills.
1: I don't ever want to step foot in a hospital.
0: Okay, well, I'll probably do that. I've already done that multiple times. <laughs> That's my goal. I never want to have to go to a hospital. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm well that's crazy if i break like, a bone or something you gotta go to the hospital yeah. eventually what time are we at by the way 90 minutes cool oh okay it's like ten ten. Sweet. we can keep going a little bit okay mm-hmm. um yeah my goal is to never take any psychotic uh medicines mm-hmm. i don't think i mean if you need them I completely understand there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Dude, I'm so anti any of that. I kind of am too. My parents uh, have have dabbled in that. Um, But I think there's so much, from what you were just saying, there's so much goodness that you can derive from just taking care of yourself, Mm -hmm. eating the right way. And I mean, Mm -hmm. my big thing is I go on a walk every day, Mm -hmm. almost without fail. I get antsy when I don't go on my walk. Yep. And I need to do it. I mean, six out of seven days of the week, I'm, mm-hmm. and I walk my dog and forty five minutes. She loves it. Yep. And I'll oftentimes I'll walk Olivia because she's a little baby. She's such a little baby girl. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, she's so precious. But I'll walk her around maybe a mile, drop her back off at home, and then I'll go walk another mile. Cool. And I'll just think and I'll walk. It's the and, perfect time to yeah, think. I'll think and I'll walk, and that's kind of my workout. I need. Uh-huh. I, I've I've been upset with my physical prowess recently because mm-hmm. I want to look more masculine and mm-hmm. definitely want to put on some more muscle mass mm-hmm. and xyz but um and as far as m- mental states go I feel like I'm in a good one just because that's kind of my my mm-hmm. workout regimen mm-hmm. every day is I I commit to that when I get home from work mm-hmm. I change clothes and I take Olivia on a walk that's you know, know what you should start do. doing
1: get your voice memo app out and yeah when you're walking and you have a really good thought
0: talk to your phone Ta- oh that's gonna I do that sometimes See, but I'm always listening to a podcast when mm. I'm walking. Mm. Or, or sometimes music. I do most of the time. I, and and for me, it's it's it, it's the the physical aspect of walking.
1: It's almost like meditation. It's
0: meditation. The mental aspect of being in nature. Mm-hmm. I go around, and I'm not looking down. I look up at the trees. Bro, I look at go the Go barefoot. Green. Okay, I don't know about that. I go barefoot. But you're walking on grass. Mm-hmm. You're not walking on asphalt. No. you got an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. I walk around roads. Go, go to a park. Walk barefoot it'll change the game. I promise. I often, if I'm wearing flip flops, I'll take them off if I'm at like Tech Terrace mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But I like to walk, uh, this is so realtor of me, I like to walk down streets and look at houses. Nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, Olivia just, she'll, you know, do her thing. Mm-hmm. and She'll go poop here and there. But Nice. That's that's kind of the, I gotta do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something I just have to do every day. It's, mm-hmm. it's so important to me. And, uh, you know stuff that's just detrimental to your health that you know is bad, like looking at pornography mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like that's something I've struggled with definitely, and I'm trying to get better with, better at. Um, but that's just one thing that so many men are do mm-hmm. every single day. Well, it's everywhere now. It's everywhere, and they do it every morning when they wake up, and they do it every night before they go to bed, mm-hmm. and. Um, they don't even think about it. It's mm-hmm. just a drug. I mean, it's a drug. It's, like, literally, like, crack or heroin or something like mm-hmm. that, and that's something that f- fixing that aspect of your life, that's a different ball game because you need accountability. You need, you know, certain things to kind of you know, fix that a lot of times unless you're a bionicle or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another thing, and um, maybe not drinking as much. Drinking for me has kind of become a refuge because I – You know, it's when I have a, not even a rough day, but at night, I just love to sit down. And if I'm playing video games or something Mm like that, late after hours, I just pour a glass of whiskey and I sit there. Bro, I'll have a cigar. (sighs) Yeah, or a cigar Mm -hmm. or something like that. I'm I'm getting into cigars. Oh, dude. I had one earlier. It was so good. Dude, I love cigars. I'll smoke one and listen to a stock course. (laughs) Yep. It's so great. Let's (laughs) smoke some later. We'll go. Not tonight, Mm -hmm. but. Eventually. Yeah, I got to get in bed in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I'm going to do love, it this weekend. Yeah, let's do it. Well, I'm so, going to Dallas, but we'll do it soon. When you get back, I'm so going that, to Dallas tomorrow.
1: That nails the health category. Fix your diet. Yep. Fix your diet. Fix your sleep. Get into the gym three to four times a week. Yep. Next, let's talk about wealth. You got to get your finances right. Um, That's a whole different ballgame, though. That whole is. A whole different category. We don't again. have to go in depth. Um, real simple spend less than you make. You'd be surprised how many people don't do that. Every penny that comes in, oh, can't wait to go spend it. I, th- this might sound, I mean, I don't really think it's arrogant, uh, but it's just a matter of fact. I don't really worry about money anymore. Mm. I don't look at the price of things. Um, people talk about, oh, have you seen gas prices? Bro, I don't look at gas prices. Yeah, I don't either. I don't care. I just pay for things. I do, too. But why, why am I able to do that? It's because I don't buy stupid s well, You really don't. Ever. I'm okay driving a 2012 Toyota Camry. I don't have to have the new fancy Mercedes. I don't have to have the new iPhone 13. I don't have to have the new shoes. I haven't bought shoes in three years. I haven't bought clothes in two.
0: Really? I wear the same thing. Yeah, you wear your short shorts and the black. I hair. have like 50
1: black t-shirts, 50 black pairs of jeans, and shorts. That's so serial killer. I, I right wear man. the same thing every day, but it's That's like so hey. American psycho. I mean, and... I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm focused on. I, you wanna know what I buy with my money? I buy more money. That's the way I look at it. I buy money with my money. I buy buy investments. I put money into my trading account. I buy new camera equipment. I invest back into my business. I'll get my coffee, but I don't ever get new shoes. I don't ever get new clothes. I don't ever do this, that, the other. I save everything and I, use my money i I put it to work for myself every dollar i have is like a little soldier and i send it out to go you know win a battle for me have you ever thought about buying a house i'm not gonna buy a house anytime soon because you're renting Mm -hmm. i prefer to rent why you want to know who else rents who
0: at this office me other than you Uh, i don't know you ran. Oh, well, you're in college, Dawson. <laughs> That's a different story. I, I won't say it. I might be the only one who knows. <laughs> who? Corey.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. Ah, okay, I okay, actually okay. went to his
0: house the other night. Yeah? Yeah, he rents. Mm-hmm. I know. And Corey's a sneaky dude. Mm-hmm. He's He's got... Corey's brilliant. He's... Dude, I saw him make a trade the other day, mm-hmm. and I was just like, it's unbelievable. He's the same. He's very similar to you in the fact mm-hmm. that not about the flashy stuff at all, doesn't need nice things, you would never know how much money he makes. Mm-hmm. But when you, if you found out, you'd be like, whoa. Mm-hmm. If you saw him on the street, you'd be like, meh. Yeah. No way he makes that much money. That's what
1: I'm trying to be. Yeah. So
0: people need to get their finances right. What I
1: would recommend is start saving your money. Don't go blow it on new things. Ask yourself, and this is so simple, it's almost cliche. Ask yourself, is this a want or a need? Yeah, I do not buy I things I love them. I mean, I've t- That's so ever good. since I was a little bitty, I would always ask myself that, do I need this or do I want it? My dad used to tell us that all time. Yeah, the and if I time. want it, I just go without. It's delayed gratification. Yeah. I probably I'll go on the record saying I might have the world's greatest sense of delayed gratification. I'd never buy things I want. I only buy things I need. Yeah. Obviously, coffee's one thing. I want so with well, coffee. coffee. We'll take out. that Coffee's out. Coffee's fine. Mm-hmm. That's a fuel. That's, but a, that's no, like nothing gas. else. I mean, like I said, I've got the oldest iPhone out there. I've yeah, got you do. An old
0: car. I think if, like, an iPhone five, literally, probably would not work anymore. I still have mine. I would imagine that an iPhone five would crumble. It's my backup. Like you would power it on, <laughs> and the software <laughs> would just make the phone explode. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It so, would. I mean, I've got an iPhone ten, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love it. Um, the next phone I'm gonna get is the iPhone SE. Which one is that? It's the same body as the six, but it's the God. And your phone's all cracked pieces. Who's, wa- who's that on your wall? Uh, that's <laughs> 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 A bikini pic of your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. But that's that's a whole part of it. Yep.
1: And then people need to start looking into investing. Yeah. And they don't have to make it complicated. Um. I recommend crypto, set aside 20% of everything you make. Boom, that covers the wealth category. Spend less than you make and then put 10 to 20% aside. I would almost I would almost
0: just recommend putting it into a mutual fund. Never or, touch a mutual fund. Index, yes, mutual no. Or fund. index or just something in the S&P 500, mm-hmm. just put
1: your money somewhere. Only problem I see with that is the government being dumb and wanting to tax unrealized capital well, the, gains. Uh,
0: okay. Here's the crazy thing. We've only worked while the economy's been good. Mm-hmm. We have never seen the economy go bad, mm-hmm. and it could. Mm-hmm. And we stand the most to lose. We stand the most to gain mm-hmm. when the economy's going good. We stand the most to lose when it's going bad because mm-hmm. we have nothing set. There's nothing comfortable mm-hmm. about what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be interesting when that does inevitably happen. Everyone needs a safety net. With me, I've invested my money very
1: wisely, and I've got a really good net worth. If anything happens, I wouldn't want to touch my assets, but if anything were to happen, I'm covered. But you never thought about buying real
0: estate? No. Really? I, I will
1: buy real estate, but not anytime soon. It doesn't make sense for me where I'm
0: at right now. Even if you just like bought a duplex and rented the other side out? Not at the time. And you were paying the same amount a month in rent, and the other person was paying your mortgage? I
1: wouldn't no, I I like where I'm at. Really? Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I mean there's a lot that goes into like where I live. I love my location. That's yeah. big to me. So it's psychological. It, it, a lot of it's psychological too. You live in a great spot. I live in a great spot. Um my got whole a great life. great view. Is, uh, my whole life centered around one hundred and fourteenth Street. My gym's there, my grocery store's there, one of my clients office building's there. I can uh-huh. walk to it.
0: Yeah. I don't know, it's convenient. You go to United? Mm hmm. Yeah. Or H B. Okay, so what what did what your did wealth you, right? Mm-hmm. What did you say that I said reading and everyone um, needs to start reading, start educating, podcast, educating. Mm-hmm. So that's where you begin. Start there and get, that, and get your health right. That's, I said reading and humility. Mm-hmm. You said getting your health right and what was the get, other get your finances in order. Get your finances in mm-hmm. order. I
1: don't. This is, sounds crazy. I don't have a budget. I know a lot of people who are big on budgets. They know where every dollar goes. I yeah. have never made a budget for myself. Yeah. I. And I have never struggled financially. I just save everything. right? And then I invest it. Yeah. And I just wash, rinse, repeat. Um, I think that's important. Um, I also think you need to prioritize your happiness. Um, I think everyone needs to do one thing per day that makes them happy.
0: Uh-huh. I um, love that. Yeah. And like so even for, if that's just playing video games. Yeah, for however long. You yeah.
1: Know? You wanna play an hour of video games, if you wanna go eat ice cream, if you wanna go for a walk, if you wanna read a book, do something every day that makes you happy. I think everyone should do that.
0: I love that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I would say for me, if, we, if we're if we just doing three, you can do your third. Mm-hmm. My one was reading. My second was operating out of humility. And I kind of want to g- expand upon that. Mm-hmm. I'll use myself as an example. When I got into real estate, I relied on Joseph, who is one of my mm-hmm. closest friends now. And he's three years younger than me. And he was he had already been in real estate for a year before I had. And I still to this day ask him what to do on my contract sometimes. Nice. Okay. So that's me being like, I don't care what the age gap between us is, mm-hmm. I need your knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm willing to just bow down to you in mm-hmm. that regard. And, and, and he's an expert. He's an expert in that field and he's so good at it. Mm-hmm. And so I will just swallow that pill, swallow my pride, not be like, Oh man, I could do this. I'm this hot shot person mm-hmm. I can do xyz cuz that just is so iffy to me um and I need him mm-hmm. to help me and and he has so that's the humility part um the third thing that I would probably say is going off that and this is going to be kind of iffy and mm-hmm. out there learn an instrument mm-hmm. like I think enough not enough people realize what that can do for your brain in terms – and your psyche in terms of um, uh, just a therapeutic sense. It – there have been so many times, and we already touched on this earlier, that I've been so excited mm-hmm. to just play the guitar for two hours yeah. Some of by the most myself. relaxing
1: times was when I was playing an instrument. Just
0: playing an instrument, mm-hmm. man. Just learn – if it's not an instrument, learn something mm-hmm. that – I mean, because – I can, I can now play guitar, sit around people, mm-hmm. and I, obviously there are people who are unbelievable at guitar and you infinitely can, better You can entertain me. a crowd, though. I can entertain a crowd, and I can sit around, mm-hmm. and I can play, and people will go, dang, that's really cool. And mm-hmm. I can say, you know what made me be able to do this? Mm-hmm. It was years of diligence and consistency mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. Sucking. I told some some buddies, one of my, my roommates learning how to play guitar, and I told him, you know what, and I told another guy who was at dinner with us, I said, you know what, if you're willing to suck at anything long enough, you will eventually be good at it. Mm-hmm. And and I said— well, that applies to everything. And it applies to everything. That's I why said, you said everyone everything. should learn how to do it. Yeah, and I said, um, the sad thing is— most people, and what you were saying is the ninety nine point nine 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 percent of A lot people of nines. will just not go through that suck, mm-hmm. and they will not. Apps. Some of my friends been casually playing guitar for like four years, and they still suck at it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, if you were just to play this every day for fifteen minutes, you know how good you'd be. You you, you wouldn't be better than me, but because <laughs> <laughs> I've probably played every day for like an hour for like mm-hmm. four years, but uh they'd be so good that's that's it that's a weird one but that is i think so important whatever Mm -hmm. instrument it is and everyone's attracted to something whether it's piano or guitar or saxophone or the flute or the cello or the violin or the oboe pick something Mm -hmm. and get good at it because it's building discipline too it built that's why i'm saying it Mm -hmm. that's what it does and that's what it did for me and i didn't realize that's what it was doing for me throughout my formative years through college Mm -hmm but man, it made me disciplined because mm-hmm. I made sure that I played guitar every day. I absolutely made sure I did it. And now like if we went and plugged in, if we went to my house and I plugged in my amp and you watched me play guitar, you'd be mm-hmm. like, I know Andrew can play guitar like that. Mm-hmm. I've had, my roommate was, we were jamming the other night. I was jamming with a buddy of mine and I was playing electric guitar and he was like, dude, I not know you could play like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's not that it, that feeds my ego or anything, but that yeah. c- affirms me and says, Yeah, all that time that I spent on that, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Because now I can bring value to people and joy mm-hmm. to people by doing something like that. So I look at trading, just putting in
1: paying your dues. Yeah. You gotta you put pay in pay your dues. You're consi-
0: and you're a different, you know, you're mm-hmm. probably in a different ballpark because you're obviously more entrepreneurial inclined, mm-hmm. so you're gonna gravitate towards mm-hmm. that regardless. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, uh, that's that's my third,
1: that would be my third. Okay, what would my three be? People need to fix their finances, they need to fix their health, and there was a lot involved in both of those. Um, and this may be a combination of the two, but they need to learn a skill. Like yeah. you said, I know you said the guitar, I think about it as a monetary skill. Um, remember I said earlier, if you're starting a service-based business, learn a valuable skill Yeah. whether that's coding, or sales, or videography, photography, whatever. I think everyone should dedicate themselves to learning one skill that has monetary value. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. And do those three things. Mm-hmm. Boom. There and then we go, go monk mode. Shave and then go k- monk mode. Shave your head. Don't talk to anybody. Dude, I want to shave my head again. It's nah, just like symbi- sh- No, it's symbolic, bro. It's it's oh, symbolic. Man. It's like I'm doing the thing. It's monk mode. Like I don't focus. You could going you could, to war. You could afford
0: to grow it out a little bit more.
1: Dude, I've changed so many hairstyles in the past couple. I so do that too. I'm gone like really really long. Yeah. To
0: bald to where we're at now. Yeah, but where you're at now is not mm-hmm. that long. I mean, look at my hair. I like it. I just went kind of long mm-hmm. to this to medium mm-hmm. length, is what I'd say.
1: Well, is there anything else you want to talk about real quick?
0: Man, I think we're I think we're at, I know you got to go to bed. It's I a know. Thursday night.
1: You got to be up early in the morning. I got to Let's go through tomorrow. What am I going to do tomorrow? Um, I'm swinging a position overnight. So I'm hoping to sell into a morning spike in the morning and profit from that. Dope. Um, I'm swinging pretty big size, so we'll see what happens. I could have a pretty good win. I love it. We'll see what happens. I love it. Um, I've got a meeting with a new potential client at 10, Uh um, 10 to 11, and then I'm going back to the market from 11 to 3. Then I need to edit from 3 to about 5. Okay. I'm going to record with you guys from 6 to 8. And then at the poker run.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's then tomorrow.
1: Yeah. And then there is a. There's a rapper, uh, Maiden TKYO. No idea. I don't know. He's made a lot of music with the ASAP gang. Yeah. Um, I'm recording his concert. Oh, that'll be dope.
0: So that'll be dope. That'll be really cool. And that's my day tomorrow. Well, dope. My day is. Um, Shoot. I got to go to the gym at some point. My day is I wake up at. Probably wake up at. <laughs> uh Seven forty-five, mm-hmm. pipe meeting at eight thirty, and then I fly to Dallas at ten thirty. How long are you in Dallas for? Till Monday. Okay. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Sweet. And then uh I don't know. Tomorrow, I'll probably chill. Nice. Well, and I've, I've earned it. it. I had a good week. Cheers to that. Cheers,
1: man. I know you don't have anything left. Hey, episode
0: two with Bailey Bolton, or not episode two, but episode I don't know what is this eight something. Hopefully but that round two value. with BB, and uh, dude, thanks so much. Of course, I love it. It's so great talking with you. Pleasure, about of life and business. I'm kind of
1: boring, so I don't have too no, much to. No, man, say that. I <laughs> think
0: a lot of people actually get a ton out of what you and I talk about because mm-hmm. there are so many people in our position, mm-hmm. or, or at least in our age group, and they want to hear what we have to say. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't think that, but they do. I'll take your word for it. Come on, love you, man. All right. Love you too, bro. Boom, boom.
1: Oh.